0: Our guest, Dr. Zulu Matabo Zulu, is also celebrating his birthday. Happy birthday, Dr. Zulu Matabo. Oh, thank you very much.
1: This is highly appreciated and thanks for the
0: opportunity. We are also with you, Thank you. Although we are, we are not talking about something that is very palatable, right? Uh, Marikana yes. massacre a decade has gone past. There's still a lot of unanswered questions. Um, there have not been any arrests. Doesn't seem like accountability has been done. And all these are political and and social issues. Um, this evening, let's let's look at the Marikana issue. On a spiritual point of view, an African Marcus, spirituality Marcus. point of view, what went wrong spiritually for us to Marcus. find ourselves 10 years ago where we did?
1: Marcus, yes, Togoza. And uh, uh, just before we dive into that, I just want to also say that, you know, uh, the 16th of August, uh, which is when, of course, uh, this unfortunate event, this tragic event took place. Um, It was also, you know, it touches me in a personal way because uh, on the 16th of August 1987 is when I left, uh, you know, Azania, South Africa for exile. Mm. Uh, You know, that was during the apartheid years, you know. And of course, when I landed in Botswana, that was on the 17th. And I didn't, Celebrate the the birthday of that time because we were on the run, so this sixteenth really is is memorable, is etched uh, in my in my memory, and and so really um, it, it's a day that uh, we cannot uh, forget with respect to the uh, mine workers, you know, at at Marikana, and now coming to your question in terms of what went wrong, so I I think that from a spiritual point of view Uh, we have to look at uh, things like for example uh the the dignity of a human being you know the sanctity of life because a a human being uh, when you analyze the susutwit mutu in zulu umuntu uh, is a very profound uh, meaning there so for example M-O-M-O uh, mo, means a metaphysical state. So it's saying that what we are referencing here is real. It's not, you know, imaginary. Uh, uh, it's not abstract. And then two refers to the spirit. So basically, a human being is defined as a spirit being in both Zulu and, and, and Nguni languages. And it's the same, like mu describes that metaphysical state and then uh, Ndu describes uh, the spirit. So for example, just to make an example in Sosoto, so if they say to kolo, see there's a two there, so it's telling us that this is a spirit, it's another type of spirit. Another one See, the two there, like there's a two there. It is describing also another type of spirit. So two is a, a, a very important concept in terms of spirit. So now this a spirit being has got uh, dignity um, and and, and also the spirit being is is an architect of destiny and also the spirit being has got sanctity of life and those principles must be observed at all times you see and now in the case of marikana uh, as we read uh, the stories is that um, the the mine workers were basically demanding their basic rights, that they should be treated with dignity, with respect, and uh, they should also be remunerated accordingly. So I think they were uh, asking for something like 12500 monthly salary, for example, which is really nothing uh, compared to the fact that here we're talking about someone who is in the belly of the earth who is, you know, producing uh, the resources, which Karl Marx refers to as the means of production. You know, mm-hmm. he he wrote a lot in his book called Das Kapital, where he talks about the, the instruments of, of production, the means of production, talking about the land, for example. And now, in the case of uh, Azania, South Africa, this uh, land, of course, we know that uh, it was... Uh, you know, it was, it was conquered uh, uh, violently. It was, uh, people were dispossessed. And uh, so, uh, meaning all the resources were taken away from, from there, you see. Now, it's very interesting when you read a book uh, called uh, Long Walk to Freedom by the great Nelson Mandela. He tells a story there where, uh, as boys, Mbabe uh, Bab- uh, and Davi, you know they had gone to the mountain school, and they had just graduated from this indigenous mountain school. And so now uh, they were addressed by a certain uh, member of royalty called uh, Melikquili. And Mellikquili says, "Look at you, the toza boys, the beautiful flower of the Ca nation." And many of you are leaders, but you will never lead many of you are kings but you'll never rule you see and many of you are food producers but there's no land for you to produce food because the white man has conquered us so we are a conquered nation and he goes on to say many of you will go to the belly of the earth to dig gold for the white man and you'll keep on digging until you develop uh, respiratory diseases, lung disease, and that's 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 quite profound, and 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 of course, uh, we see this situation happening at Margana where the workers said, you know, they needed to be treated uh, with respect. Now, obviously, uh, the mindset of a company like, let's say, uh, Lawnmint, for example, uh, they don't they don't consider things like. You know the dignity of a human being, uh, the sacrosanct of life. For them, you know, a black uh, worker is expendable. Mm. You see, it's expendable. So meaning that they can, you know, use the black person to produce, uh, you know, uh, the resources. And if that black person uh, does not toe the line, either he can be, you know, expended with. He can be eliminated. You know, or it can be retrenched or something like that. So these people were really asking for their rights, and they were not asking radical questions to say this land on which Lonmin is mining belongs to our ancestors. We want the land. They were not even that radical. They were just saying we just want this compensation so that we can feed uh, our families.
0: But now, but and, now in the same yeah. breath, uh, Dr. Zulumatam, um, in the same breath, yes, we are aware it was it was nothing to do with the historical dispossession of our yeah. people who are South Africans. It had everything to do with workers' rights. Yeah. But it got so out of hand that blood was shed. Yeah. And okay. here I am saying to myself, blood was shed. It has still not been atoned for what yeah. needs to happen. Because one thing we do know in spirituality is that if things are not addressed, the historical bad will keep on repeating itself through every generation.
1: In Jialos, Swam, in fact, this, ma- this massacre was really the repeat of the past. You know, like, for example, places like Sherpville, you know, where 69 people were shot dead, for example. And of course, in the case of Marikana, so 34 people were killed and then more than 70 were injured. And let's remember that those people who are injured, you're going to find that some of them, they still carry the bullet in their flesh. That is the case also with Sheffield, where there are people who still carry the bullet in their flesh. You see that? So now let's talk about blood. So uh, blood in African spirituality is connected to the spirit. So basically, blood is the is the energy of the spirit, which is why when we do cleansing, you know, we'll have an offering of an animal, could be a goat, a sheep, or a cow, and that blood is, is there to energize the spirit and also to cleanse the spirit. You know, when you look at a word like nyanga, for example, nyanga, so... Uh, Nyanga, basically, it, it says, to, is to heal mm-hmm. the spirit. Because they believe that if the spirit is healed, then you have healed all causality of, of malady or of disease and, and, and so forth. So, mm-hmm. in the case of, of Marikana, that means that there's a lot of spirits that were broken there. And we need to restore this using the... The cleansing rituals, you know, of of the African, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, medicine, African cosmology, so the atonement has to has to happen.
0: But then, uh, Doctor Zulu Matabo, there were rituals that we saw being flouted in Marangana. Mm. We saw people coming together, flouting rituals. Um, w- w- were these not significant? I don't know what they were doing, but we yeah. saw them.
1: Yes, and and even myself, I must admit I don't really have a full insight in terms of the performance of of those rituals. But what I'm going to say is that, you see, politicians who are the architects of the social system, uh, you know, if if they are stage managing uh, things like that, uh, these rituals will not have the efficacy. Because you see, remember, there's one thing to perform a ritual, but also it's quite another if, with respect to the efficacy of that ritual, and and also the cleansing is not complete if there is no amends being made with respect to the original, uh, you know, uh, demands of the workers. So that that's very critical. So when we talk about cleansing, we are not just cleansing. In terms of the blood shed, the lives lost, and the injuries you know engendered, but it also has to it has to be holistic at cleansing, you see so meaning that there has to be that restoration of 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 the things that rightfully belong. Uh, to the
0: workers.: And I That's
1: agree a, with uh, you.
0: I agree with you, Dr. Zulu Matawo, because if we are saying that we are doing just for the cameras, just for show, a spiritual, African spiritual ritual, and w- 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 everyone is coming in to do their own little thing, um, yeah. just for the show, you know, just for yeah. it, but yeah. we have not done what is intambuluru uh, Itambulugu In-Tambu has not been done. Uh, we have not sat down and spoken uh, from leadership all the way down to the families uh, Mm. and the company involved as well. So without Ndambulugo, you can shed the blood of a goat, a cow, a pigeon. It is not going to work according to African spirituality. So I ask myself then, if we are saying that we are led by uh, African leaders who are for Africa, chosen by Africans, why is it that they would have rituals that are just for public show and have no significance? Can you answer this for me after this quick break, please, Dr. (laughs) Azumata? A-Times, please join in on this conversation. It's a very emotional one. It's a decade since uh, the Marikana massacre has happened. South Africans were killed, young men were killed. Um, And the question that we are asking what Dr Zulu Matabo Zulu, who's celebrating his birthday today, alongside um, Umakas Gavi, it's a great day for them to celebrate. But yesterday was a day that we will always remember in our history, sadly. And the question I'm asking is, from an African spirituality point of view, what should be done. Because so far, we are still awaiting law enforcement to show us what is going to be done. We are waiting uh, for political will to show what can be done, uh, to atone and, 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 and appease for what happened in Marikana. 11 That's the number to dial in on or WhatsApp zero six one four one zero four one zero seven. Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10pm till midnight. Social Conversations. Let's continue with our conversation with Dr. Zulu Matabo Zulu, who is a doctoral practitioner, research scientist, and a director of the independent uh, Madisebo University a Research Institute. We are talking... What should be done from an African spirituality point of view when it comes to cleansing? Uh, Ten years later, after the Marikana massacre, Dr. Zulima um Yeah, before the break, I asked you umbozo, yes. and I know it's, it's a very, it's, it's a very difficult conversation we're having. Absolutely. And even the messages I'm going to read from A team is a very difficult, you know, to read because there are still children who are fatherless right now. There are yes. men who are jobless and are. Crippled because of those gunshot wounds. There are women who are now heading those households single handedly and have never been compensated. There is land that is reeking of blood and is still uh, bubbling under. It never stops. Blood keeps speaking. So it is a difficult conversation and it will continue being a difficult conversation up until we. So we, uh, in, in English, we need to fix it. Yes,
1: yes yeah yeah reparations you yes. know we can see that we can add that you know uh, i just want to make a point here that like you were asking about the leaders i i i, I think that uh, the leaders have not they do not have a profound understanding of the reality of our history of our background where we come from in terms of colonial conquest um, basically, you know the 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 white establishment. Uh, the main enemy of the white establishment is a black man. It, it's like that. I have traveled the world. It's the same in Canada. You know, um, I, I remember I trained, for example, when I began my life in Canada, I trained as a as a nurse, uh, a geriatric uh, nurse, and I remember after we were graduating, our professor says that, you know, now you're going to go work in hospitals, clinics, and so forth. Uh, but you must know that they don't like a black nurse, particularly a black man. You see that? So, when they were killing those black workers at Maragana, that dawned on my mind that, by the way, the black man, he needs to be eliminated. He's on the gun path. You see, because it's part of the bigger idea of destroying the black family because when the black family is destroyed then it means that you know we will never be in a position to reclaim what rightfully belongs to us you know that type of, and it's a shame but it's like that and there's another point I want to add to the end that has to do with money a white boy is socialized as a child that a black man does not deserve you know, uh, financial um, uh, rewards, for example. And, and not just a black uh, boy, but also, uh, not just a black man, but also a black woman as well. I mean, if you go to these domestic uh, domestic workers, for example, a, a, a white boy is born into the hands of the black mother. And he grows up knowing that this black mother is his mother. You know, he does not know that actually his mother is a white mother. Until at a certain time, uh, you know, when Leslie, for example, he's talking to uh, this black mother and he's, uh, you know, uh, coming to see her in her room, and then maybe she doesn't have food. And then she says, "We don't have food. No, I don't have food. She goes to the big house and says, hey, uh, uh, Mary. No, they call them Mary. They don't tell them with their African He
0: So, you know,
1: Mary doesn't have food. And then they, they say to him, no, uh, go and tell her she must buy food for she's got money. Then she goes and says, Mary, they say you've got money, so you must buy food. Uh, Mary says, no, money I don't have because the transport finished the money. Then she goes back and tells them that. Then, they say to, and then she says, he says to them, give Mary fo- money so that you can buy food. They say to her, we don't give uh, Mary money. And then he says, why? No, because Mary, money is our royalty. We are the rulers because of money. If you give Mary money, you're going to lose your royalty. So that is a mindset that is inculcated in a, in a in a in a white boy as a kid. You see that. Now there are exceptions. Some people have exited these things, but generally that is the mentality. That's why that uh, loan thing. Like you know you can you can you can joke and play with a white uh, person, but the moment you talk money, then everything changes at that point, point. and we see the bloodshed that took place in Maracanã
0: let me read some of these messages um, our time is far spent and i want us to wrap it up hopefully on a positive note because i really want to know what needs to be done and who needs to do it but let's read here um 80 some of them don't give us their names this one says natim tetra should use this for social cohesion and cleanse the people stop being an ostrich you are complicit mm-hmm. Ah, uh, this one from Malose Munene, who's in Dimbopo says, good evening, Patricia. President Ramaphosa is oblivious and not alive to the effect of political agenda being peddled against him with regard to Marigana Massacre. The sooner he meets the Marigana Massacre widows and apologizes, the better for him and the country. Yeah. This one from Donald in Rustenburg. Good evening, Patricia and all A-teamers. I attended the 10th anniversary of the Maragana massacre. Surely, as I was listening to speaker after speaker, I was shedding tears. And I saw some of the miners who were crippled by the bullets. It's really a sad story. Ah... Mm. Marcus, yes. There are many other messages uh, that A teamers are sending, but some are derogative, so I'm not going to read them. A is p- p- please understand Marcus. we need to filter what we put on air. And I understand Marcus. it's a difficult time for all of us. I'm I'm, I'm literally, in, you know, my eyes are filled with tears and I'm holding them back. But mm. some of the messages, uh, no, guys, we're not going to get to a place where we heal as a nation um, if we send messages of this nature. But, uh, Doc, ask where went Marcos. give me in 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 bullet point things yes. that should be done maybe maybe three four things that should yes. be done and who should do them whose responsibility is it for us to get to a place where repatriation has been done and is done correctly
1: so there are three principles uh, in terms of what needs to be done in terms of cleansing so they they call them the dilaza tharo ngesizulu imiyalelo Uh, The first one is Ila Zela. That is abstinence. So that's principle number one. Principle number two, Shweka, Shanzega, cleansing. That's principle number two. Principle number three, boka Tarazela, veneration. So these are the three principles that should guide us in terms of the spiritual recovery of the tragedy that took place at Marigana. Now, the, the first principle, which is about Oguzila, abstinence, what that principle is saying is that we need to restrain ourselves. We need to restrain our edges. Because the purpose of abstinence is to, restrain, is to restrain the edges of the flesh so that we are not overruled by the edges of the flesh. And that would also include the emotions as well emotions of anger, you know, uh, emotions of revenge, and so forth. So we need that principle to be fulfilled. And then principle number two, we need the cleansing. Now the cleansing is about holistic cleansing. So you cleanse in terms of the blood that was shed, in terms of the lives that were lost, but you must also cleanse in terms of the systems that are put in place in order to undermine the black worker.
0: Can I add there, because I know time is, 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 is fast is spent and I need to go to the news. Can I also add, in, in the cleansing, yes, we are cleansing the systems, can we also cleanse by going So open up Slambulu, okay? whoever needs to say, I'm the one who shot the gun, <laughs> I apologize, I am the one who ordered for the police to do such, I apologize, you Marcus. lost your... F-. Someone has to do that as part of the... Someone case. has to do that.
1: Absolutely and and you know when you talk about goodness it's very powerful is part of cleansing because Mm. this has to be based on authenticity right because remember that in order to move forward you need to trust the motives now if the motives are hidden then you you don't have a handle of trusting. Well,
0: now, what you trust, Doctor Zulu I apologize. I need to cut our conversation here. Listen, Marcus. expect a call from me offline tomorrow. Okay? There's Marcus. a long conversation we need to have. Unfortunately, A teams won't be privy to this. Have a beautiful birthday. Further. Marcus.